Welcome to the Sports Equity Podcast. Here we talk to special guests from teams, brands, and agencies to discuss the value that sports brings to business through current trends and best practices with your host, Brett Weisbrot. Our guest has played at the highest levels in Division I NCAA football with both Notre Dame and UCF, now building a professional career in a new venture called Mogul, M-O-G-L. Today, we welcome Brandon Wimbush to the program. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate you having me today, man. I'm yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, same. Excited for this conversation. So, you know, for our audience, can you tell them a little, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and where you're from originally? Yeah, so um, I grew up in the northern parts of New Jersey, pretty close to New York City, uh, in a small town called Teaneck, New Jersey. Um, uh, my mother raised my brother and I. Uh, my father was always in the picture. Um, I was fortunate to uh, earn an academic scholarship to go play at the only Jesuit, um, uh, to attend the only Jesuit school in New Jersey, St. Peter's Prep, which is, which is a phenomenal academic institution and athletic institution. Uh, really provided me a really good structure and foundation, uh, you know, leading into the rest of my life. And it, and it provided also for a seamless transition to Notre Dame, uh, being, you know, uh, a form of Catholicism and just the overall, uh, you know, characteristics of the university and, and, and everything like that. So I uh, was fortunate enough to continue my playing career and, and blessed to have the opportunity to play for the University of Notre Dame quarterback um, for three and a half years before I graduated. From there with an accounting degree which i'm very proud of brett uh it's no easy task to 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 accomplish yeah. um and then uh again uh, awarded another opportunity to finish my uh, athletic career at the university of central florida down in orlando after being benched um at, at notre dame so but you know you, you got to be able to perform you got to be able to produce and uh you know in the eyes of the people that make the decisions i guess that you know I, that wasn't the case for me nice but so uh yeah so tell us, you know, I guess talking sports, talking football, where did that first come into your life? You know, but I, I started playing sports real when I was really young. My brother played, grew up playing baseball. We both grew up playing baseball. Um, and then I got into football. And to be honest, you know, the little backstory, I quit actually my first time on the football field. I got tackled. I was playing offensive line and I had gotten tackled. Um, or they put me at running back and then I got tackled. And I was like, this is not for me. I was going to school with headaches and was just like, this is not something that I can continue to do. And I was like in the fifth or sixth grade. So I was like, I'm going to hang it up. But then I started training for quarterback in the eighth grade. I uh, found a really solid trainer out there in Northern Jersey. And uh, things kind of took off from there. The interest, you know, the game uh, caught my interest a little bit more. And I, I was more excited to go out for practice and things kind of just led over and flew over in, into, uh, you know, my, my high school career. And jumping back behind the offensive line got to stop you from being tackled as much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I, that's what I, I wouldn't want it. So, um, you know, high school, you played at the highest level. I believe you won a state championship at the time. That's right. We, we, we faced Jabril Peppers my junior year from Paramus Catholic. And then the next year we had Rayshon Gary, uh, who, you know, both top recruits that went on to play at Michigan. And we beat, uh, we beat Rayshon uh, my senior year, but we lost to Jabril my junior year. Oh, wow. And then how did your yeah. opportunity with Notre Dame come about? So uh, another interesting story, I was committed to Penn State where my mom actually uh, went when she was in school. And 
you know, loved Coach Franklin and everything that Penn State had to offer, Brett. But, I mean, once you take a visit to Notre Dame's campus and you're, you're able to feel the spirit there in South Bend, and it's really hard to make a decision otherwise. Um, so I took that visit, actually, after we played a game on ESPN. We played a, a school, Bergen Catholic, people might be familiar with, and Jared Garantano, who was the Tennessee quarterback. We played them on, on 9-11 on ESPN. And uh, the, the coach at the time, Here's another story. The coach at the time was Matt LaFleur, who's the head coach of the, of the Green Bay Packers. So the quarterback coach was Matt at Notre Dame, and he called me the day after we played that game, uh, which was a pretty, obviously, a pretty, you know, good outing for me and my team. And uh, he was like, let's, you know, let, let's, he wanted to recruit me from there on out. And, and I took a visit after that and uh, spent some time with another Jersey guy, uh, Andrew Trimbretti, and I made my decision not too shortly after. And what was South Bend like? It, it was, I mean, South Bend is Notre Dame, Brett. I don't know if you've ever been, but there's nothing else, there's not much else going on in the area besides Notre Dame sports and, you know, the Notre Dame, you know, life that, that the school brings to the community. Um, but it was cold. I think we went for the Stanford game in 2014. Everett Golson threw a last second touchdown. I forget who the tight end was uh, in the back, you know, the back end corner by the tunnel. And it was just an awesome experience to be, you know, part of that for a weekend. And what was it like walking through the magical tunnel, you know, every time going out for games there? Yeah, like, I mean, man, the first time I was out was Texas game. I don't know if you remember. We, we played Texas in 2015. We beat them 38 to three. And Malik Zaire had one of the best uh, quarterback performances ever for, the, you know, for our school. I think he was like 21 of 24 for, you know, close to 300 yards. And, and it, was, it was ridiculous. Will Fuller had a great game. And, uh, it was, it was a night game, and it was the first time we, we you know, our class was able to run out the tunnel. And, and wow, what an experience that was, right? So uh, it just kind of set the stage, really, for everything else that was going to come in the next four years of my life. And who, before we jump on to your next stage, you know, from a player's perspective, who is Brian Kelly, Coach Brian Kelly? Coach Brian Kelly is a, is a great friend, mentor, uh, coach, and, and a guy that a lot of people have respect for. Uh, especially the guys that are inside the locker room, right? Which is really what matters most. So uh, he's a, he, he does a really good job of, of coaching up his guys and, and being there for his guys. So, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that I, I was able to get really close with and uh, I appreciated and I valued him a lot in that relationship that we have. And we're still close to this day. So, um, you know, to the outside perspective though, right? Obviously people see him and, and his purple face sometimes when he's yelling at the quarterback, but there's so much more to uh, there's so much more to him and, and, and to, you know, that relationship, the quarterback coaching relationship. Uh, he wants the best out of his guys. And that's why you go to Notre Dame is to be coached up, uh, you know, hard. Right. You don't want to be, coached, you know, if, they, if they're not coaching you hard enough, then then you should be worried. And, and that means they don't want the best from you. Of course. So, you know, you mentioned earlier accounting, you went to school, you finished, you got your degree. Not every football player gets a chance to finish, you know, while they're still there. Um, you know, when and where and why even did you decide to become entrepreneurial and open up your own agency? Yeah, um, I, I, I really don't know. I, I mean, I really can't tell you the, the, the complete uh, honest or, you know, answer, say there was a crazy story that led me to becoming an entrepreneur and working on something that's going to help a college athlete. But I can say that from my experiences and my perspective, I could add value to this space and add value to, to other, you know, collegiate athlete lives that are going to come after me. So that's where I, I, that's where I get excited every morning that I wake up, right. It's the mission to help these athletes and 
to help them uh, be able to provide value to their families as well uh, with something that's been taken away from them from an institution, not from someone that's given birth to them, which is their name, image, and likeness. So uh, that's their that's our mission at, at Mogul, um, and I'm excited to be a part of it right now. So, you know, you mentioned Mogul, right? You're making waves in the NIL space, you know, name, image, likeliness right now, which is completely changing from what it was when you were playing in school. You know, what is Mogul and, and what will it do in this new market? Yeah. So what we're doing at Mogul, Brett, is we're creating a two-sided marketplace that's, uh, that's going to connect these athletes to businesses and brands, primarily in their local, uh, in their local markets, right? And uh, the mission is to empower uh, all the student athletes, right? A fully equitable solution for the name, image, and likeness space, providing opportunities to all athletes across all sports. Um, and that's why our that's why the opportunities that we're going to be able to provide stem from car dealership commercials to uh, personal training lessons. And that's where we think that. Uh, to uh, let me add that we're offering group opportunities, right? For uh, hopefully the group licensing conversation is back on the table. So that's where we can provide really all offers or all opportunities for all athletes. Uh, and they can take full advantage and, and just have this process in the palm of their hands. Um, so on mogul and at a high level, moguls get allow these athletes to seamlessly connect with businesses and brands to help them monetize their name image and likeness. And how would you say, you know, playing football prepared you for the role, you know, building mogul and, you know, I, on top of that, making it attractive for these future athletes to use it. Yeah, I think my perspective, I think I, I hit on it a little bit earlier. It, it's just, you know, we, what we're building at Mogul, we really want it to be, my primary goal is to have this platform be as safe and as easy to operate as possible. I don't want Mogul to ever be in a position where our platform and the opportunities that we're you know, source on our platform ever jeopardize uh, an athlete's eligibility, right? So what that means is including all the necessary disclosures and documents that uh, are needed from the compliance or from the NCAA standpoint to allow these athletes to continue with their athletic career after they engage with an endorsement opportunity or, you know, a sponsorship opportunity, right? So if we can ensure that and um, ensure that for really every athlete and for every uh, contract or every uh, engagement that these athletes engage in then that's where we win and that's where we, we we stand out and differentiate ourselves that's great and you know when and where will mogul be able to operate first florida brett where we are right now so i'm excited about that i'm excited about the network that i, I was able and fortunate enough to build down here at my during my time at ucf and july 1st 2021 the florida schools really have a, a good leverage and, and a good college um you know recruiting advantage to this point uh, being that their state uh, and is, is going to be the first to allow their athletes to be compensated. So it, it's not, I know it's not soon um, short thereafter that other states are going to start following suit and, and moving on this before, you know, ultimately the NCAA and, and the federal uh, and, and uh, they make a federal rule for this thing. Yeah. And just like sports banging or anything else, right. You got to learn your best practices and hone in on the areas you can do it, you know, so you're ready for a mass attack once those other areas jump in. Exactly. That's where we're, that's what we're planning on. We, you know, initially we had a mass, a mass uh, launch, you know, idea, but the fact that Florida is going to be one of the first states and it, it's going to, it's obviously going to force us to, to launch, you know, a little bit softer, if you will. Uh, we're going to be able to, like you said, kind of figure out our operations, you know, 
go through many successes, go through many failures, and that's what's going to help us uh, be the most efficient for the masses and for the rest of the nation once we're able to do that. Yeah, and uh, as we know from our past, right, uh, adversity and failure seem to teach you a lot more than wins. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's that's another part of being an athlete. You, you know, you learn a lot more from your losses than your wins. So uh, I think this 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 marketplace is going to be good. It's going to be good for mogul, and it's going to be great for the athletes. And what would you say to potential athletes and businesses that plan to use Vogel? Well, this is the platform. Uh, this is the easiest way to do it. Um, it's the most inclusive way for the athlete, you know, from point A to point Z. You're getting paid on that. You're, you're ensuring that your eligibility will stay in, intact. Uh, and you're, you're finding these uh, phenomenal opportunities and these phenomenal businesses that want to work with you. And then from the business side of it, I think this is a, a, a very new and, and innovative way to uh, help you and your marketing team accomplish your marketing goals and initiatives. So why not? And it's a very effective and cost efficient way to do that with a, with a new brand new target market. And this will help, and this will help businesses find more of an authentic fit in, in certain demographics and things that they're looking for. 100%. And, and it, it's going to be a more targeted audience for them as they target college athletes. It's going to be college city driven. There's so much opportunity around these big economic college towns. So why not tap into it using the primary, uh, you know, target audience being college athletes. So um, if they're smart, they'll take advantage of it. You know, I know the other piece to mogul is I know you're very big in the cause marketing and philanthropic space, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And um, you want the youth athletes, right, to have an equal access to sports. You know, why is that so yeah. important to you? And where did that idea come from? Well, that's important to Aiden and I because we both grew up playing sports uh, and we understand the um, we understand the benefit of youth sports, right? That it had in our lives and instilling, you know, the, the intangibles, right? Like discipline and, and teamwork and um, consistency, right? All these things that I'm able to take to my entrepreneurial, you know, lifestyle um, that were all developed through sports, through youth sports, right? So even from my perspective, and this is something I've never really touched on, I've had so many people help me and my family out while I was going through youth sports. And whether that was from traveling, whether I was from equipment, right? So if we can help in that area provide uh, similar opportunities and access, then uh, that's where we stand out as well. That's great. I mean, I guess the last question I would have for you today is, you know, if athletes, businesses, those who are listening to this want to get in touch with Mogul and learn more and, and utilize the services, you know, where would they go? Yeah. So if you guys want to learn more and, and I appreciate it, Brett, you, you can follow us on our Instagram at get.mogul. Uh, that's get.mogul. And then you can find us online, learn more about us and what we're doing and our goals and our mission uh, at www.mogul.online. Um, and then we're also on Twitter and we're also on LinkedIn and Facebook. So we, we do a good amount of uh, creating content on Instagram, uh, especially with our IG live sessions. So we're going IG live with the uh, University of Texas quarterback tomorrow. And we're going to talk about some of the opportunities that he could have in, in the state of, uh, in the state of, in the state of Texas and around Austin area. So, um, you know, we, you know, we we're trying to build as much excitement around this opportunity and around uh, the college athlete as we can leading up to this rule change. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's exciting as a whole. And then, you know, when you're able to share case studies like you're talking about tomorrow, right? It, you know, shows proof and, and shows people specific circumstances of how mobile could help, you know, make someone's life better. 
100%. That's all we're in this. That's all we're in this for, right? The college athlete to make their life easy and better. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for contributing to the program. It was great having you on and, you know, look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks for listening to the Sports Equity Podcast, where we discuss the value that sports brings to business. Follow us for new episodes on a weekly basis. See you next time.